Welcome to another episode of our Smart Money podcast series presented by GNF Financial Group, empowering your life beyond banking. I'm Katie, Communications Specialist at GNF, and with me is Michelle Angelis, Mortgage Relationship Manager. Michelle has been helping people purchase homes for well over 17 years, and she has a wealth of information on how to choose the right home and get a mortgage that fits with your life goals. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thanks for having me, Katie, and glad to be here. So getting the keys to your first home is an exciting milestone, and during today's podcast, we're going to give first-time homebuyers some tips on how to navigate the ins and outs of real estate and home ownership. Michelle, I'm sure you'd agree that buying your first home is very exciting, but also a little intimidating because there are so many decisions to make and so many things to learn. Do you have any suggestions on how to get started? What key things should I consider when I feel ready to take this big step? Yes, buying a home is a big financial decision, and you have to weigh all of your options carefully before committing. There are a few things you should consider before you start house hunting. The very first thing to think about is if you are ready to be a homeowner. Home ownership comes with a lot of costs, some obvious, like mortgage payments, and some less obvious, like emergency repair bills. If you're currently renting your home, it's also a good idea to understand what you'll be responsible for when you transition from renter to homeowner. You'll need to consider property taxes, strata fees, and your utility bills. You'll need to adjust your budget to account for these costs. Your best option here is to speak to a mortgage relationship manager such as myself by looking at what you have available for down payment and your current financial situation. I can give you a better idea of what you can afford. Anyone who would like to purchase a home must take a mortgage stress test. This is a way of determining exactly how much you can afford and under what circumstances. With this test, we can check that a borrower can still make their payment at a rate that's higher than they actually pay based on the Bank of Canada qualifying rate. Your income needs to be high enough and your existing debt low enough to be able to pay down your mortgage at the qualifying rate. I'd like our listeners to know that on June 1st, 2021, the Canadian government changed the mortgage stress test, making it harder for people to qualify for a mortgage. The higher qualifying rate of 5.25% has decreased the buying power for most people. That's important to know when you're looking for your first home. So once I have a good idea of what my budget will be, what else should I consider during my house hunt? You should ask yourself, what kind of home do you want to live in? What location are you looking to buy in? Do you want a new home or are you okay with a used home? Do you want a single family detached or with a townhome or apartment suit to your lifestyle better? Single family homes offer the greatest degree of privacy and can be more expensive to buy and time consuming to maintain. Townhomes and apartments can cost less to buy, but do not offer as much privacy and may come with the other costs of strata fees. It's also important to take a critical look at your dream neighborhood and evaluate it from the perspective of a homeowner. Ask yourself questions like, what's the commute like to work? How much time will I be spending in my car each day? What are the schools like in this area? If you're planning on having a family, proximity to good schools is a very important consideration. Also, what's the vibe of the neighborhood? Is it family-friendly, trendy, up-and-coming? Depending on where you are in life and your personality, it's important that your neighborhood is a good fit for you. It's good to think all this through. I can see how it would help in choosing the right home. 
So once I've decided on a home, what are my next steps? I can walk you through the process in five main steps. First, you're going to need a rough calculation of what you can qualify for based on your gross income and your current liabilities through your lender. Second, you'll need to have money available for your down payment, closing costs, and lawyer fees. Once you have an idea of what you can qualify for and the monthly payments you are comfortable with, you may then start looking and make your offer. Your fourth step is to apply for your mortgage. And once the lender has approved your application, you will then provide your deposit in order to remove subjects. Removing subject is when you're agreeing to purchase the property 100%, and there are no other pending subjects, such as inspection, repairs, or anything else needed prior to taking possession. It's the last step of buying before going to the lawyer's office. At this point, you are now going into a binding legal contract with buyers that states you are proceeding with the purchase. And finally, you'll need to choose a lawyer to do your mortgage signing with. Thank you, Michelle. This is a clear step-by-step process. And I want to remind our listeners they can find this information on our website at gffg.com. So there are a lot of different mortgage options out there, Michelle. Can you explain a bit more about what a mortgage is and what the options are? A mortgage is a lien on a property to get a loan. We use your home as a collateral for the mortgage being borrowed. And a mortgage is made up also of several parts. The collateral you use to secure the loan, your principal and interest payments, along with taxes and insurance. There are also two types of mortgages. There is the term mortgage and the prime line. Each of the mortgage is different, and it's important to talk to a specialist like myself to really understand which type of mortgage will work best for you and what you're comfortable with. Do you want to know ahead of time what you can expect to pay on your mortgage each month? If yes, then a fixed mortgage is probably a good option for you. Or are you okay if your payments and rate fluctuates throughout the duration of the term? If yes, then a variable mortgage might be a better option for you. Those are the two types of term mortgages. I can take a look at your entire financial plan and work with you to choose the right option for you. And finally, there is the prime line. This is a revolving type of credit secured against your home that allows you to pay interest-only payments every month. This may be a good option for other purposes such as home repairs, renovations, and debt consolidation, but may not be for long-term as this could take you much longer to pay off your mortgage. It's helpful to understand all the options. Let's say that I'm interested in buying a house. Now, how can I find out if I will qualify for a mortgage? At GNF Financial Group, mortgage specialists like myself use several different criteria to determine what size of mortgage you qualify for. I would sit down with you and make a calculation based on factors such as your income, your assets, your credit report, and how much of a down payment you're looking to make. For our listeners out there, if you're looking to speak to a mortgage specialist like Michelle, you can book an appointment through our website. Michelle, let's talk a little bit more about down payments. If I don't have access to a lot of money, is that a barrier to me owning a home? No, I'm as a first-time home buyer, you can actually put down as little as 5% of the home price as a down payment. So it's not as intimidating or out of reach as some people may think. That said, it's important to understand that when you have a low down payment, which is less than 20%, your mortgage will be considered a high-ratio mortgage and will be insured by the Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation, or CMHC. I'll speak about them later in this podcast. With a CMHC mortgage, there is a premium that is calculated based on your down payment, and the premium is added to your mortgage and rolled into your monthly payments. 
But if you're able to put over 20% of the purchase price into your down payment, you'll receive a conventional mortgage without the added premium. And the money for a down payment, does that have to be straight cash? Not at all, Katie. Down payment can come from a variety of streams, including money from your savings, an RSB withdrawal, funds borrowed against proven assets, proceeds from the sale of another property, and a non-repayable gift from family. Ah, so I don't have to win the lottery to afford a down payment. We've talked about the mortgage, but can you tell me about some of the other costs that come with buying a house? Along with your mortgage, you can anticipate spending money on things like appraisal fees, mortgage loan insurance, home inspection fees, legal fees, and of course, property transfer tax, which is, by the way, 1% of the first 200000 of your home price and 2% of the remaining balance. Now, you mentioned the CMHC. Can you talk a bit more about who this organization is? Sure. CMHC stands for the Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation, which is a federal crown corporation dedicated to helping Canadians meet their housing needs. They help stabilize the housing markets and acts as a center for research and advice for homeowners and other regulatory bodies. You've given us such great information today, but the home buying process still seems pretty overwhelming. What can I do to arm myself with information before I start looking to buy? The best thing you can do if you're feeling overwhelmed is sit down with a mortgage specialist like myself. We have the knowledge and experience to help you better understand the financial side of home ownership, and we can help make your house hunting dreams a reality. We can help you set realistic expectations and tell you exactly how much you could qualify for so you don't go and fall in love with a house that is beyond your budget. That's great. Do I also need a real estate agent if I already have a mortgage specialist? I would suggest it. It's a good idea to have a real estate expert working with you and for you, especially in the competitive lower mainland market. Real estate agents have access to information about housing trends that you can use to make an informed decision when you're buying a house. They can also help you negotiate an asking price, and they will be there to guide you throughout the entire home buying process. That's good to know. Are there any other professionals that I should call on? Yes, yeah, some that come to mind are lawyer or notaries, uh, home inspectors, and appraisers. So it's good to have these professionals lined up to help you with your purchase. The housing market can be difficult for first-time homebuyers to get into. Can you tell us whether there are any government incentives to give people a leg up? As a matter of fact, there are. First-time homebuyers are, are exempt from paying the property transfer tax if the purchase price of their home is less than 500000 That's called the First-Time Homebuyers Program, and it's managed by the provincial government. This is a great incentive considering the property transfer tax can add up to thousands of dollars on top of the purchase price of your new home. I should mention there are criteria that you need to meet if you're looking to apply for the First-Time Homebuyers Program. You must be a Canadian citizen or permanent resident and have either lived in BC for at least a year immediately before the date you registered the property or filed at least two income tax returns as a BC resident in the last six taxation years before the registration date. As well, you must have never owned or had interest in property anywhere in the world at any time and have never received a first-time homebuyer's exemption or refund. And there's another great incentive I want to tell you about. If you had not owned a home in the last four years, you can withdraw up to $35,000 from your RRSB tax-free to purchase a home. 
as long as you pay the funds back into your RSP over the next 15 years. Again, just as with the first-time homebuyers program, this will need to be your primary residence. Michelle, those are great incentives. I hope our listeners are taking notes. So I've gone through the whole process and I finally moved into my new home. I'm a homeowner now. What advice would you give me at this point? Here are my top tips for new homeowners. Pay your mortgage on time, save for emergencies, and above all, keep your home safe. This is your investment. Yes, and possibly the biggest investment you'll make in a lifetime. Thank you so much for joining us today, Michelle. You've given our listeners some great information about buying their first home. It's my pleasure, Katie. You can find more information on buying a home and getting a mortgage on our website at gffg.com. Thank you to everyone for listening to this podcast. If you have questions or ideas for GNF's next podcast, you can contact us through our website or call us at 604-419-8888. Are you ready to learn more? Find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, where you can get great tips on everything from RRSPs to investing and more. Subscribe to our channel and rate the show. We'll be back soon helping you gain financial confidence with another Smart Money Podcast.